Hi everyone, this episode is about mental illness, so we do mention suicide and other mental illnesses. This is a trigger warning. Thanks for listening. Hard times, gonna make you wonder why you even check. Hard times, gonna take you down and laugh when you cry at me last. And I still don't know how I even survived. Hard times, hard times. Well, good gay to you, good gay to me, good gay to thee, I'm LT. I'm Luke. And this is Getting Gay, where two gays help each other to get gayer. So, Luke, how was your week? Well, LT, I'll tell you how my week was. Because it ties into this episode. Oh, it does. Um, oh, yeah, oh, because, shit. and it's actually all your fault. What? Um, what? Not, not directly, just kind of your fault. So remember last week when you told me to read like some book? Which one? How uh, they I, die I, at the end or something? Oh, you read Adam Silvera. Oh. Yeah, so I fucking was like, alright, well, yeah, sounds cute. It's in the title of the book! Yeah, I was just like, you know, it's probably like kind of funny, like comedy kind of thing, like, and they die and it's sad, but I was just like, I was expecting it to be like, kind of a funny book, um, and then it wasn't. You did that to yourself. I did nothing. You did that. You shouldn't have suggested a book that would have destroyed me. I I said, you all should check out Adam Silvera. I don't know how many times I've mentioned this man on this show. If you haven't followed him on Twitter at this point and found out that the literal title of the book tells you how it ends, I'm done. That wasn't the issue. It was everything between the beginning and the end. That was the issue. Anyway, it was the journey. It was the, the climb. Oh my god! Perhaps. Anyway, um, yeah. So, so that was great. I spent like three days after finishing that in like one day, just like n- not even knowing what to do, which was like slightly better than. <laughs> I, um, not responsible for any of this. Yeah, if you want to just pass on the blame to me, that's, like, whatever. Typical, I guess. Um, anyway, <laughs> I was, like, so, it was actually, like, kind of a nice change of pace now that I look back because I had been really irritated and angry, like, the last week because my work is driving me fucking crazy. Uh, but anyway, besides that, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've calmed down, and now I'm, like, back to, like, being pretty okay again. Um, I'm glad that I'm able to cope with my emotions a little better now than I used to mm. in the past. What else have I done? I started reading um, this other book you told me to read that isn't depressing, uh, Shadow... The Shadow Shapers. Shadow Shapers. Yes, yeah. Daniel Jose Holder. That one's cute. I'm into it. Um, I also started reading A Wrinkle in Time because I never read that, and it's supposed to be like a big deal or whatever. Um, oh... So you guys might have seen on Instagram that I that somebody got my Nintendo account banned from playing Super Smash Bros because they uploaded like inappropriate stages on Stage Builder. Um, so I, what did this person upload? It may perhaps? have been one or multiple stages of the male in quotation marks genitalia penetrating multiple different things um and then a a couple of other ones that were just inappropriate and then also apparently so i call so so i got banned and it's been like a few days so i like 
was like getting sick of like waiting to be on band. So I like, called Nintendo and I was just like, hey, my brother got me banned from Super Smash Bros. or whatever. Um, so after like a bunch of shit, they like sent me up to the supervisors because apparently it's a band that like they can't do anything about at that level. So they sent me to someone who like knew what the information was. And he was just like, um, yeah, so you violated like the heaviest conditions that we have. So your ban is two weeks long for the account and for your system. Um, and just so you should really sit your brother down and talk to him about this because, uh, if it continues after this, that could end up like branding your entire system permanently and you'd have to get a new system to play any of the games. Um, and I was just like, geez, all right. And he was like, um, and I know this is an awkward conversation to have, but just so you know, like what you're dealing with, um, the stuff he posted and he like listed a bunch of shit that I posted and blamed on my brother who's. 14. Um, I was just like sitting there trying not to like uh, laugh in his face and I actually failed a lot at that because he was just like describing in detail like some of the shit that I posted. We literally talked about this on the show. (laughs) Um, But the silver lining was that um, it was not just Super Smash Bros. that was an issue and my brother actually um, did have part of of the responsibility because apparently it wasn't just like the couple of stages that got us banned it was those on top of like previous reports that we weren't alerted about being reported about um so on splatoon when you like shoot someone and you kill them it says you splatted what's their face uh-huh. um so my brother made a post on splatoon because you can post things on splatoon and it said i splatted on your mom which apparently got reported also, and the guy read it to me, and I was just, like, laughing in shock because I totally didn't know that happened, even though I was there encouraging him to post it. Um, but yeah. So anyway, um, Charnel, if you're listening, I'll be able to play you in Super Smash Bros. anytime in the next, like, week and a half. Wow. Wow. Okay. That was the best phone call I've had in such a long time, though. We went down the road and went over the barrier. (laughs) (laughs) I really should show you some of these stages, LT. They're, like, works of art. No, they're not. I know they're not. You know Kirby's, like, special move where he sucks and stuff? Shut up. This this whole... (laughs) Just just shut up. I'm not trying to get an X rating for this episode. This is an important episode. Uh, right. Wow. So how was your week, LT? Mine was fine. Okay. I had a very decent week, a very relaxing week. I've been catching up on Sailor Moon S. Mm-hmm. Um, because why us. the fuck not? Um, saw the two lesbians um, um, die, and this is not spoilers. Sailor Moon has been out. For over 20 years. If you have not watched it at this point, that is on you. Um, so, yeah. I, I saw that, and I didn't realize how traumatic that was for me as a child, because I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like, I I cringed so hard watching that happen. And I'm like, I have seen people be mutilated and not flinched. So, Yeah. It's I I didn't I didn't realize how much of a traumatizing experience that was. Honestly, I'm not sure if I ever saw the episode they that happens. Oh, I'll show you. I mean, thing. I saw you something you sent me. Yeah, while I, you posted it on Instagram. I I was just I was so distraught. I was so fucking distraught. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Mind you, I've seen it a thousand times. I had VHS tape with it on it. I watched it all the time. Uh, but that also explains why my memory is super blotchy, because I probably repressed it and it was traumatizing. Um, but... Yeah, just like kind of um, when they die at the end. Shut up. Um, let's see what else happened. Um, not much. Um, still writing, working on writing, doing research for the summer. Um, That's good. This is accountability sort of, right? I mean, kind of, yeah. It's just, this is what I've done this week. Okay. Well, you've been accountable. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, I was perusing the Twitters, um, and it's just interesting seeing, I hope Tumblr comes back to its former glory. It's allegedly already there, so I don't know To its former glory? You know that allegedly Pornhub was in the process of purchasing Tumblr. Oh, but it happened? I don't know if it did or didn't. Some people said it did. I don't I really, know. I really, I have mixed feelings about that, because, like, I want it to, but I also was, like, kind of looking forward to not being on Tumblr all the fucking time. Yeah. But one thing I do appreciate with the ref- the um, Tumblr, I won't say that because that's appropriate, but the um, Tumblr exodus that led to people being on Twitter is the fact that they're still, the people are still the same. Um, so you still see that kind of like weird, like this is definitely not safe for work, but this is very body positive threads going on. So that was, I was like, this is so nice. Yes, normalize the human body. We absolutely, we need this because we're not doing it in education where it should be done. So we have to take it with what we can get. Um, so it was very nice to see on, on Twitter. Um, of course, you know, if you took a, the wrong click on, click on the wrong thing and, you know, now you're in real not safe for work and there's no body positivity and it's there for one reason only. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, the artistic stuff that's that was very heavy on Tumblr is still there. So I was I was very appreciative to find that this week. Um, other than that, I ain't doing shit. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Now I was living life as excitingly as possible. It's just fine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good. Mm-hmm. Accountability? Yes. Okay, so I've been taking pictures. I've been actually doing a lot of art stuff uh, with digital photography and all that. I've been, like, editing Ooh. shit, posting on Instagram a lot. Um, been walking around and taking pictures. Oh, what are you going to do when they get rid of likes? They're getting rid of likes on Instagram? They're talking about it. Oh, uh, whatever. Um. Moving on. So, uh, yeah, photo and art stuff. Um, yeah, I've been working out still. I almost have, like... An idea of how to make it work better. Um, I know, like, I don't know, I'm seeing results, and I'm feeling results, too. I helped my friend move some more shit the other day. Actually, yesterday. Um, and I, like, I was going up and down, like, like multiple flights of stairs for, like, two hours-ish. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules! And with, like, shit, it was... I like I don't think I would have been able to do this like even a few months ago, so that was cool. Um, yeah, it was weird. I mean, it was made, like wiped me the fuck out, but I was able to do it. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. What else? There's something else I wanted to talk about, but I forgot. Hmm, maybe it'll come back to me. Okay, well I can tell you what I've been doing. I already mentioned a little bit of it, but I have been writing. Yes. Um. 
figuring out magic systems, like, I've said this before on the show, but that shit is fucking hard. Because I scrapped the initial one. Well, I shouldn't say completely, but I scrapped parts of it. And so I'm coming up with the new stuff. That shit is hard. I don't know how people just be just out here. They're like, oh, yeah, you just do this, 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 and this, and then boom. And I'm like, girl, this is this is hard. <laughs> Somebody else do this for me. <laughs> shit. Um, there's that. I'm, um, you know, making sure I get all of my grad school prep done. Jesus. Mm. That is... It is a lot. It is a lot. Um, outside of that, that's really all I'm doing. I kind of fell to the wayside with music. Um, I need to get back on that. Uh, sometimes I think you have to focus on what you feel like focusing on. Yeah, I've been really, really called to the um, writing right now. Um, so that's really all I've been doing. Um, Still working, you know, making sure I'm maintaining personal growth, um, being pushed in ways that are uncomfortable, which is needed, but I don't like to push. Same. And I've been trying to also, as far as like emotional and mental growth goes, trying to continue growing. Um, And I mean, I guess I have, or at least after having that minor breakdown, over the course of like two weeks because even before I read that fucking stupid book it's not it's a good book um, before I read that book I was like super just like angry and irritated at life for a bit um, but it was like it was cool to see that I was able to like get out of that funk um, without um, wallowing for you know a long fucking time like I used to that was cool this is actually a really good segue into, like, our major conversation we're having today. Yeah, so, Luke, why don't you go ahead and tell the people what's on the gay agenda for today. Today we're going to talk about mental illnesses and how we, uh, you know, deal with it. Yep. Because it's, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Is it? Don't quote me on that. We're doing something about mental health this month as, um, as a nation. As a family, um, I know that there's certain corporations that that got their ass handed to them because their asses were out here in the streets trying to talk about mental health and you should have just kept your mouth shut and ate your food. So we won't be doing that, um, but we'll be back after this break. And we're back. So we're talking about mental illness this week. Um, I don't think I'm going to personally go too deep into, like, what I deal with or anything. I'm just going to, like, bring... We're just going to talk about it, right? You can go with whatever you're comfortable with. I probably will do a deep dive because I don't give a shit. Uh, I mean, it's not the issue. I just, like, I don't... Like, I don't feel, like, the need to be that in-depth with it because I think... I think I can just paint a general picture. Okay. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, if you're going to be quick, then I guess you should go first. Okay, so I guess we'll start with uh, just talking about our own mental illnesses. So I dealt with depression pretty much my whole life, um, and still am. And then when I was like 21-ish, I had like, or I started getting like terrible anxiety issues, I guess. Um, and I've mostly got those under control now. I still feel anxious occasionally, but... It's, like, it's kind of just 
there. Um, it's not as big of an issue as the depression thing. Um, yeah, and I, uh, I've been doing a lot better in, the, like, the last year or two. Thank fucking God. So, yeah, I don't know. I've been, like, dealing with life and tolerating it. Um, so for me, I have, um, an acute anxiety disorder and depression. I've had both pretty much my whole life, but they went undiagnosed for most of it. Yeah, we'll just say most of it, because I was, like, over ten years. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, I have everything kind of more or less under control now. Like, it's to the point where it's manageable. Yeah. I'll say that. Um, it did Same. not used yeah. to be that way. It did not used to be that way at all. Um, so I've definitely made strides to get it to where it's manageable and still improving slowly but surely. Um, there are times where I wish I did not have to make certain decisions and moves so I could just heal fully, and then do what I'm going to do, but, you know, life. Life, yeah. Uh, that's the thing with mental illness is, is just, like, they really encompass so much of your life, and they take so much time to deal with, and, like, oh, yeah. I feel like even now that I, like, can manage, it's still, like, strikingly there that it bothers me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, I mean, I don't know if this is how mental illness works, but I don't really see it ever, like, being gone, you know? Oh, I don't think it goes away. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, ever gonna be just, like, rainbows or whatever. (laughs) Um, And, I mean, I don't... I don't know. I'm, like, alive, and I'm doing it. Not sure I'd exist if I was given the choice, but I'm here, and I'm making the most of it. Yeah, um... Because, like, for me, I have, like, seasonal depression, so for those of you that don't know what seasonal depression, it's not like, oh my god, the season is changing, so now I get depressed because it's cold outside. Not necessarily <laughs> what happens. I feel like that's what people think. That happens to me a little sometime, bit. Sometimes, but you have to understand what that is. So it comes in ways. That's why it's called season, like a season yeah. of weather. You have a season slash period where you're going to get depressed. Now, may, that may co- happen to coincide with the dark, dreary, cold, but that's not. I mean, it makes sense, but like, it's not always not. how that works. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, for me, when I get like, I have seasonal depression also, um, but it's not really like it goes away at some point. It's just like during particular times of the year, I'm like more intensely depressed. Yeah. And then I'm a different kind of depressed. That's the rest of the year. Easier. Yeah. Yeah, it's far easier to manage my depression. Um, like right now. Yeah, when it's um, like spring and nice-ish. Spring and summer are very good. But fall and winter, ooh, child. I try to get everything done as fast as possible because I actually know the date around what day it'll start and then how long it's going to last till. So I'm like, try. I try to get as much stuff as I can done ahead of time because I'm like, girl, I got but so long before this shit comes and it's going to beat me over the head. Um, I have a fall birthday and it's just like right at the start of all of the bullshit. And I just know like, all right, I have to like about a week before my birthday before I'm going to be like <laughs> a fucking wreck. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's yeah, mine is around your birthday yeah. too. This is like, like winter, which is also just like the beginning of it still. Right, but mine you should actually the the wave gets the intense the real big intensity of the wave starts at the beginning of fall, right before your birthday. So that's when I know I'm like, oh shit, girl, I got to get this shit done. Everything has to get out the way. Don't ask me to do shit because I can't. Um, yeah, I, but I, I, I'm learning cause that's an improvement before I had no idea what the fuck, um, I had no idea what the fuck, you know, um, what was going on and you know, why at certain points that would happen or whatever. Um, also my anxiety seems to coincide with particular traumatic events. So that will also kick up based off of a certain places calendar um i'm mm. not going to say who because i'm not paying them any more money than i already have um but yeah there's that so yeah um i should ask you because i actually don't know the answer to this question for you have you ever really? seen therapy um i have n- no not really um i like there are a few times in my life where i was like yeah, yeah, so when I was feeling like more suicidal, I've like thought about it, but that was like when I, you know, like I wasn't even twenty yet. Um, and then I think when I was twenty one was when my anxiety like kicked in, and that was like the closest I'd ever been to like actually going to get therapy and stuff. But then, um, so this is not. I do not recommend this method of therapy. However, uh, that's what I kind of did in my family. Mental illness is like very common. It's like it's uh, genetic. Um, pretty much everyone I know is suffering with either depression or anxiety or both. Um, so there's like a lot of experience with that. Um, and my mom, especially, uh, she had like extreme anxiety issues and I think she's had depression issues too for a while there because life, um, but she went to therapy and still goes to therapy, I think. And she has like, she knows how to do a lot of things to cope and like how to deal with things. Um, so she's just passing on what she learns to you, basically. Yeah. Um, so most of my my coping and how I deal with that, as far as like therapy goes, is not um, from a licensed person. But I like I you know it's it's my mom and I trust like what she's been mm-hmm. doing and I also my family, my aunts and uncles all have shit that they do. Like I I don't know. I I think that like at this point therapy. I mean, it could be helpful. I think it's always helpful, honestly, even if you're not dealing with mental illness. Like, always good to have someone to talk to and deal with things. Uh, but I don't feel like, for me, it's necessary. Um, I feel like I'm doing pretty good on my own, and also I don't have money. Mm. Um, I know you've had therapy sometimes, right? Yeah, I went to therapy because um, about four years ago... Um, it was right before I came out, I was like... Girl, I ain't gonna be here next year if I don't get some help. So <laughs> I've been dealing with it for I don't know how long at that point, but over ten years. And I was like, you know what? If I don't get me some therapy, I yeah, this is this is going to be bad. Um, but I I know myself well enough to be like, yeah, yeah, it's definitely time to do that because if you don't, you're you you you're gonna you're gonna end up completing this. Um, so, I went and got therapy. I know a lot of mindfulness techniques. Um, for me, um, I know that like 
there's the whole revolution in therapy that's happening with the usage of mindfulness and like watching your thoughts. Um, I won't say that it's not effective. It's just for me, I have a very on the go, hectic lifestyle, which <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. <laughs> it doesn't allow for me to sit with and watch my thoughts like that. Um, so for me, interrogating them is much better. Which is more of a, to my understanding, and I'm not a licensed I mean, mental health you're professional. you're a sociologist also, so it but, makes more sense that yeah. you do that. Yeah, but I just, I, I want you to mention that I am not a mental health professional, but if I'm Same. understanding this correctly, the Freudian method of, like, interrogating your thoughts works best for me. Because if I can pinpoint what my thoughts, like, are connected to what points of like trauma it is I can and make sense of it then I'm like oh okay well then I don't have to deal with this shit as opposed to just watching them I kind of agree I'm pretty similar um like being mindful does help a little bit but I feel like a lot of the mindfulness stuff is just like I personally feel like that's like one of the biggest downfalls of therapy is that um I I don't I don't really get who becomes therapist sometimes because it just seems like so much of the techniques and the advice that therapists give to mentally ill people is just like stuff that mentally ill people (laughs) don't really like believe in and it's even like it's like difficult and not really even accessible to them to like be able to do some of those things whereas like I don't, I, I kind of believe that everyone has to, like, figure out their own way mm-hmm. to, like, deal with their issues and stuff, and they have to find, like, a therapist who can work with that, um, as opposed to just someone who's going to tell you, like, to do all this shit, um, yeah. I don't know. Sorry if that was problematic, I just... For, I, I kind of get what you're stepping in. Um, you know, I think you're kind of getting to more so, like, the cultural competency for some people, It's, like, you have to be kind of realistic of, like, what socioeconomic status is your client coming from? You know, race. Right, it doesn't take any... Gender, sexuality. That will... Because, at least from one of our guests who's been on here, I can tell based off of their current therapist, at least from what they've been saying, because they hold different identities and have had different experiences, they're, um... Like, uh, their services are far better and more better suited for that particular person because they're, they come from a more nuanced perspective. Right. Um, so I feel like that's, that's kind of what you're getting at is like, there's sometimes a lack of nuance, so it's not really realistic. Like the mindfulness thing for me was fine when I was at the place where, like the physical location where I got the therapy from. That worked. It, it worked fine when I was there, but as soon as I came back to Chicago, and you're moving at a Chicago, urban, fast city paced, I'm like, um, you know, this doesn't really work that well because you have to be of a certain socioeconomic standing to find those moments of peace to be like, oh, and I'm going to listen to the sound of the clock. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. There go my thoughts. (laughs) I was actually having, like, a conversation about therapy with one of my other friends, um, Gina. I don't know if... I don't think you guys have met yet. 
which is weird because you guys would get along. But anyway, uh, we were talking about therapy the other day, um, and one of the issues that they're having is that like they ha- they have like a hard time feeling happy when they feel like we were talking about working out and like goals and getting things done and like how that's supposed to bring you like the sense of like success and like productivity, I guess, fulfillment. Yeah. Um, and we were like talking about how it's hard to feel that when you're kind of like participating in a system of values that you don't believe in. Um, and that's just another example of this because like a lot of times I feel like therapists have, um, a very positive, um, and like trained attitude about their goals and their beliefs that they've worked hard to get to, um, that their clients are not like there yet. Um, and I feel like it's kind of forgotten that you have to like work up to that level of, um, thought and positivity, um, before that can even be helpful. Um, and I mean, I guess hearing it enough is what makes you believe something, but... Sometimes, and it's just, again, it's like, a lot of it is going to be the best fit. And I'm, real quick, I'm going to say that, um, I'm not, I'm not against therapy at all. I'm just, like, a big advocate for the right therapy for you, is all I'm, I want to get that clear. Yeah, that's, (laughs) yeah, that's all I was going to say, is like, you know, you just have to find the right fit. Um, because for me, at the time, the therapist that I had, she was wonderful, but after I left that place, I know now I could never go back to her or really somebody who practices mindfulness just because right now where I am in my life, I need to be able to interrogate my thoughts and be able to get to where I understand what's happening inside my head yeah, um, and not what, you know, just letting them be. Um, I feel like a lot of mental... Well, a lot of things that contribute to mental illness are um, when you have trouble abiding by common, like, societal norms sometimes, um, whether that's, like, literal norms or just, like, way of thought and, like, how you carry yourself and go about success and achieving what you want and what you want even, like, what that even looks like to you, um... And I feel like, for me, like you, interrogating all of that has helped me grow a lot more than, like, just being aware of what I'm thinking and, like, how I'm feeling. Um, Because if there's, like, an issue or a belief that I can challenge, it's a lot easier for me to take action against that instead of just, like, noticing, like, oh, look, I'm, like, mad right now or Mm -hmm. something. It's just, like, that doesn't help me a whole lot, whereas... I can dismantle this, like, fucked up idea that was planted in my mind, and then I can move on with my life in a way that helps me. Yeah, Uh, because for me, I have, like, an issue with coping mechanisms right now. I have a shit ton of unhealthy coping mechanisms, but um, I know that they need to be interrogated because a lot of it is, like, an avoidance of something, like... You're, that's why I can't, I know that mindfulness isn't successful for me because all my current coping mechanisms are surrounding food, purchasing products and spending money that I don't have, or, um, like watching television escapism. of some sort. Yeah. So like, it, it's just multiple forms of escapism. 
because there's something ruminating around in the back of my head that I'm trying to desperately run away from, and I don't know nor have the tools to be able to figure out and interrogate what that is. So that's, for me, I can tell right now I have enough self-awareness to be like, okay, I need someone to help me get down this path and figure out, okay, well, this is the thing here. Why is this uncomfortable? I need to interrogate this, get this over with so I can move on with my life, as opposed to just letting it sit there and watch it float away. Yeah, I uh, I have that issue a lot. Um, and I like I have a lot of similar coping mechanisms as you. Um, like, I play a lot of video games. I read a lot. Uh, watch a lot of TV, you know. Um, I think a lot of my coping mechanisms are really just that. They're just distractions from, like, any issues I'm having. Or just, like... Uh, yeah, they're really just distractions, and I feel like a lot of what I do with my time is just a distraction um, from, like, existential dread and, like, bad thoughts and stuff. Uh, but, and I don't think, like, you know, I think it's good to read. I think video games are fun. TV's cool. Um, however, I think there's there's a limit um, that both of us cross to the extent of, like, being obsessive with yeah. our coping mechanisms. Because, um, like, I, I don't think... It's it's just not healthy to drown out life with other with anything else, you know? Yeah, because um, we, we don't necessarily um, go to, you know, like, alcohol or drugs, but we have a lot of other shit. Yeah, um... And it's, like, maybe a little better for our bodies, but it's not, like, much more helpful mentally. Um, I mean, a lot of, like, video games have similar effects as, like, alcohol and drugs a lot of the time. Um, (laughs) But anyway, yeah, I I don't know. I think that one of the struggles I've had dealing with mental illnesses and coping mechanisms is, like, drawing the line between, like, okay, I can, like, watch TV, but maybe I shouldn't, like, binge watch this fucking series for three weeks and then finish it and be lost completely, you know? Right. Like, I've seen all of Sailor Moon, and especially the season that I'm watching right now, I've seen it multiple times. So, I'm not watching anything new. Um, It does... It's it's weird because I'm, and I've noticed that this is a thing for, like, creatives that are doing stuff similar to my field of, like, where we get into this weird gray space between our leisure is simultaneously work to a certain extent. Because there are times when I'm watching the show and I'm like, the character development is okay, But I can look at the show and be like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's no fucking way, even for the 90s, that you can have all this shit happen and there's no rumor on no chat forum or anything talking about these sailor guardians that are going to show up and say, like, you know, I'm thinking in the back of my head as like a writer, like, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. Another reason you should play Persona 5 is... Shut up. Sorry. But (laughs) I'm also like, engaging in a coping mechanism of allowing myself to escape into this world. And so, like, doing this kind of weird fluctuating back and forth between work and play, which I don't know if it's necessarily a 
bad thing or not. I mean, I think that there's good to come from, like, being able to analyze things. Um, I think that's, like, healthy brain activity. However, I mean, it's, again, that's a distraction, too, is, like, when you can find yourself just (laughs) getting lost in the analyzing of whatever. It's not, you know, and I don't know, like, what's a healthy amount of time to allow yourself to, like, do that, you know? Right. Like, I don't I don't know if it's necessarily, like, like I was listening to a show that had on res- registered dietitians, and I was coming to find out, I was like, wow, you can get away with doing a lot of shit, um, and still be really fucking healthy, and I was like, does the mind work in a similar way of, like, if I'm in this kind of weird gray space where I'm working, but I'm also playing at the same time, is that, is that what I'm supposed to be doing? I, this is like that's like the biggest struggle I have. So I'm like, am I? Is this a real coping mechanism? Like you know, so I'm just sitting there and I don't, I don't necessarily have the answers because uh, I'm not a yeah. licensed mental health professional. I just feel like so like I actually feel like I don't know if dysphoria is the right word, but like when I think about this too much, I just like it gets really like philosophical and weird and just like am I a person? Like what does what is, like, a healthy use of my time? Like, I don't... Like, what is the difference between coping and just living and dealing with my shit? Like, isn't... Like, I, I get, like, really deep in this fucking tunnel of, like, what is worth, of like, time and what's not and, like, what is a distraction and what's real and what is the difference between enjoying something and using it to avoid something and, like... Because so many of these feelings get mixed up. And yeah. it's, like, really hard to differentiate for me now. I just feel like I've completely warped, like, my entire sense of all of that. Yeah, so, I mean, we've been beating around the bush, but what negatively influences us? Um, yeah, like, our, like, things that trigger mental illness? Yeah. Um, well, life, dealing with bullshit, um, pain, life is pain. Sorry. I could not, side side note, when Sora said that in Kingdom Hearts 3, I was just like, what the fuck, Sora? You, just, you just, just dropped that right out, you know, like, whatever, anyway. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so that, um, I mean, clearly, like, being, having, like, triggering um, memories or events or things that, like, trigger memories or events of other traumatic experiences will, like, can fuck you up. Um, for me, things that are too heavily existential, like a book I've read recently, um, can really send me off the fucking deep end. (laughs) Um, uh, you know, things that, like, hit close to issues I have that I haven't really dealt with a whole lot, um, which, I mean, is... At least it's a good sign of things that I can work on, you know? Yeah, I mean, you have the awareness to know. Yeah. Um, which is... Not everybody can articulate it. No. Um, which is really strange to me. It's not really strange. I feel like our country and our society in general does a really good job of um, suppressing any form of self-awareness. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. In everyone. And then they just like, grow up and like react very aggressively to things. Yeah. And like, don't even know why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, similarly, you know, it's it's going to be very specific triggers. Um, 
like I mentioned it already before, but like the um, like a certain school calendar year very much is a triggering event for me just because of where I was physically um, and mentally in that space. And the fact that it was, it was very much like a, a real world situation, which I was not prepared for at yeah. all. Um, you know, I was very much, yeah, prepared for something else and something smaller, quaint and, you know, where I get to be me and free. And then it wasn't that. <laughs> no, and it wasn't that at all. And they were yeah. like, um, what the fuck are you doing here? I hope, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it was bad. Yeah. Um, so... Jeez. Dealing with that, I still, you know, those time frames and dates um, still kick up my anxiety to a certain extent. Like, I can, um, with yeah. ease, do more of the research that I've been doing that I mentioned earlier in the show because I, I'm done, pa- like, we're past the point of the calendar year where all the stressful stuff would have been. That is so strange coming from you, too, because... Like, your whole life, you've been really, like, good with, like, specific dates and, like, time periods and stuff. And, like, it always, like, I'm always stunned by, like, how you just remember, like, the thing that happened on, like, June 15th in, like, 2002. Um, But you, like, you always had, like, a really good awareness of that. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. It really makes so much sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, girl, it's the double-edged sword. So, like, now I can't actually recall, like, I used to be able to recall, like, actual dates and be like, oh, it was Tuesday, this day out of this year. Yeah, but now out of repression, you can... Yeah, I can't, my memory's super blotchy, like, there's whole points of my childhood I just, I don't fucking remember anymore. Yeah, one of my big triggers is being aware of the passage of time, so I think, like, most of my life from, like, the beginning of puberty till now has just been, like, trying to blur everything more or less together so that, like, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of difference between one point and the next, which is not good. Yeah. Um, But it's what I've been doing. I can recall certain instances, but for the most part, like, I don't have a lot, like, there are certain years I can remember very vividly and then there are other years where I remember two to five different events that have happened throughout that year, and I can't tell you anything else that happened. I can remember, like, a lot of events, but it definitely takes me longer to figure out, like, when they happened. Um, and I need to use, like, just context clues and stuff to figure it out. Um, yeah, so if you, like, tell me something... And there's sometimes when people just tell me flat out, oh, this, 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 and this happened, and I'm like, I don't remember that at... All. Tell me more. <laughs> this is news to me. It's just, I just block out most of, most of my life is just blotchy. So it's like, I remember the good stuff here, a little bit of the bad stuff here, mostly the good stuff here, and then I don't remember anything else. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I have a really strange memory. I also, I'm thinking about memory, like, uh, my triggers are really like, is, okay, I'm going to say neurotic. However, I don't know if that's, like, okay or the right use of that word. Okay. I feel very neurotic sometimes about, like, what triggers me. Um, Especially, like, I remember when my anxiety, like, first started and I had no idea how to deal with it or anything. 
I like I could find my like, I would find myself like looking at a tree at night and like the lighting would just be like oh my god like send me into like an existential crisis just like out of nowhere like shit like that um oh. and just like really like did it feel like a dream uh sometimes I was really good at like um not good at it I I was susceptible to out of body experiences during this time um, so depersonalization. yeah, depersonalization is the word I was looking for earlier when I said dysphoria. I think. Yeah. So um, I've had only one episode of that, and girl, I was shook. Yeah. No, it's fucked up, and that's like even now when I do like I don't get super anxious anymore. Um, but like sometimes when I do, uh, it's almost always depersonalization, and I am like. I can, like, look at my hand, and it'll look, like, foreign to Ooh. me. It's just, like, it's the bizarre, it most is, bizarre shit. It is. So, you know how in the um, end of a Kingdom Hearts battle, it goes like yeah, that? it looks It shiny. looks just like that! Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought that was just made up. Okay. So, like, I remember, like, after a while, after I kind of got used to it, um, I'd still feel anxious, but I'd feel like, you know, it was, like, a familiar feeling at this point. And I remember, like, driving to school sometimes, and I'd be like looking at the steering wheel on my hands and I'd just be like, wow, it's so sparkly. But also, oh my god. Like, it feels like I'm going to explode, but also it doesn't matter because I'm not in my body. And I, was I like, know, I was like, oh my god, I feel like a claymation doll. I feel god, like I had this no is idea that was a real, like... Yeah, that's called shit. depersonalization. Well, no, I knew that was real. I just didn't know that it, like, appeared the same way. Like, that weird sparkly, like, slow motion thing. Yeah, I didn't know that parts. it appeared the same way for everybody. Maybe it's just us because we're... We kind Kingdom of, Hearts faggots. It probably. <laughs> <laughs> because it honestly felt like the end of the boss battle where it slows down and you see what level up or whatever the fuck yeah. you got at like the top right blurry and Yeah, like same blurry. Yeah, it's so And it's weird. like, I was like, oh, girl. I remember sometimes <laughs> if I had like, I would like take my, my meds while that was like beginning to happen and like after they would start to kick in. I'd suddenly be like, whoa. <laughs> it was like kind of like being stoned, but like... <laughs> I know. I was like, I feel like this isn't supposed to happen when you're high. Because there is a different podcast that talks about... Uh, one person podcast, or typically, and she talks about anxiety a lot. And her dealing with it. And she was like, it, smelled, it felt like I smoked a blunt, but I didn't smoke a blunt. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, I was like... Really, that's actually... That makes a lot of sense, because... Not that I've ever smoked weed before, but hypothetically when I did, um, after, I liked it a lot, and then it just started making me anxious out of nowhere. But I think that's why. I think it's because it reminded me so much of depersonalization and, like, felt so similarly that now I'm just, like, con- connects a lot now. Shit. Oh my gosh, because, girl, I was like, I feel like this is what's supposed to happen when you get high. Yeah, except it is, but it's just not supposed to be accompanied by, like, extreme, like, terror. Woo, girl, okay, well, I wasn't expecting us to end on depersonalization, but um, hopefully you all um, are aware of what's going on with your minds and your bodies. Um, If you are in need of any particular services... So if you're dealing with anything and you have thoughts of suicidal ideation because it's just kind of like you don't know what the fuck is going on, you can always call um, 1-800-273-8255. That is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, um, which will help you in case there is a need that needs to be um, 
addressed immediately because I know folks can get to that place and, and feel some type of way. And um, if you're also looking for like different mental health like professionals in your area um and you're like oh shit i don't know what the fuck to use this is mainly for those in and not mainly but only for those in the states unfortunately um you can check out mental health america and i'll leave the link in the description box below which will help you be able to like locate a therapist in your area um and any for and for all of our black women listeners out there of course there's therapy for black girls as well um, cause we mentioned before about the cultural competency that's needed for some folks. So you have those resources as well. So all the advice I have is like, find a therapist if you can, who's good for you. Um, if you can get medicines for your anxiety or depression or other mental illnesses, those were probably the greatest help that I found. Um, I, I know we don't all have support systems built into our lives like I do, um, so it's good to find people you can. I know it's easier said than done, but it's good to be able to talk to someone, even if it's not a therapist, like just having someone who's there for you is going to be like your biggest help. I would also recommend um, trying to be aware of your coping mechanisms and trying to learn when they are benefiting you and when they are not. And we'll be there. And we're back. So, Lee, do you want to read the extensive listener letter we received? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a, that was, that was a letter. Wasn't it such a nice letter? It was. I love when people send us things. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about your gay thoughts now? Sure. Um, so, I saw this on the internet, um... And I'm, I'm editing the person's name because we all know who this person is if I say it. Um, like this. Uh, so, Tomato Laryngitis um, was out here advocating for the bodily autonomy of women yet again. And for some reason, everyone felt the need to praise her for it. I don't know why, because she has done this already in the past. And I don't understand why we haven't realized that she's just chasing a chick. That's all she's ever been doing. Like, literally, that's it. And I just, like, I can't even say that because that isn't... Like, that's all she's been doing. She doesn't believe... I would not be surprised if she votes fucking Democrat unless they are illegally looking at her ballot then she probably votes a Democrat because she don't believe half the shit that comes out of her mouth. She's just like, girl, I want my fucking money. That's it. That is it. So I don't understand why people are like, oh, my God, I just can't believe that she actually, you know, has some sort of sense or some sort of whereabouts or what. No, don't praise this girl. No, she chasing a check and she willing to kill us all to get it had, like done. No, I don't she understand. Was, she goes to a good school and has like a good degree, doesn't she? She has like, a degree in journalism and she was very, very left leaning when she was in school and they've done everything to bury yeah. all of the clips that were floating around three years ago yeah, of her defending. She is not a, a stupid person. She is a sort of evil person. Like she literally just wants her money, no matter what the cost to anyone else. Um, but like she knows what she's doing. It's not like I don't. We shouldn't be surprised and especially not supportive of her. But anyway. Um, uh, uh, so 
For those that are you, of you that may be unaware, because we have folks that listen outside of the U.S., currently there are different states that are working to create things that are being nicknamed heartbeat bills, which essentially will, at six weeks pregnant, um, a woman, if the fetus she is carrying has a heartbeat, then she will not be permitted to um, get abortion, and, and should a medical professional perform the abortion, they will be charged as a felon. So uh, this is actually part of the news, but it, I mean, it goes hand in hand. So I've seen a lot of good posts about um, about speaking up against these ridiculous and disgusting abortion bans and all of that. Um, however, I saw earlier today that Elizabeth Warren actually has like a platform um, for like bodily autonomy and all of this, and has like actual plans for like what she would like to do. Um, if elected, and she essentially wants to make any of like the Roe versus Wade regulations um, part of like federal law, um, and it's. I mean, I read this article, and like it's good stuff. It seems like she is like in support of yeah of these things. And that's the thing is that even at the twenty sixteen election, when they took a poll across the entire nation. Not even 25% of the overall American population is in support of manning abortion. So we're not even at a fourth of the country wants it. Nobody really gives a fuck. They just have a lot of hyper-visibility. Um, and I think that's what people get a little bit confused on. Is because you have... The minority of people who actually do want this for very specific reasons, this is all money reasons. If you do your research, you can find people who have degrees who will be able to very explicitly tell you right down the line where this thing goes and where this is all headed from um, and headed to. Um, so, you know, you can do that research on your own. Um, however, I will say that... Um, yeah, it's it's a very small minority of folks that are in power. Um, there's some that think it's a means to the end, a means to a end, and then there are others that actively want this. And they have a small group in their base that are like, absolutely, this is what the fuck I want. And it's like, and then there's a lot of them that are like, girl, I don't, I don't really want that, but I want this other thing you gonna do. So. Yeah, I've seen, like, a lot of fun, like, fun is, like, a weird word, but, like, they're they're powerful, but also, like, entertaining, like, posts from a lot of, like, really smart and also some really popular women, too. Um, earlier today, I saw Sophie Turner of Game of Thrones posting something about it. Um, actually, I don't know what happened. This is completely off topic. I'm sorry. But I got, like, I'm, I kind of got really into her recently. I don't know why. I just, like... I follow her on Instagram. And that's the tea. It is. Like, she's cool. Like, she's funny <laughs> as shit. Um, um, and, like, whenever I see anything about her, it's just her, like, drinking wine or, like, being high or something. And also, she's dating, or she's married, engaged. So what's his face? Jonas, who's kind of hot. Anyway, she no posted idea. something funny. A lot of our, like, podcaster peers have been posting, like... Yeah, I am not a fan of a certain uh, charmed sister right now. Is um, she anti no, and, and her call for a sex strike. I was like, girl, but what? Sis, someone cut her mic. 
I I just feel like <laughs> it's like you know when like someone just like talks about like some like completely off the wall, just like something that doesn't like completely out of nowhere. It was like who who said this? Where did this come she from? She doesn't go here. <laughs> This is exactly how I feel every time she gets up on the news. I'm like, she don't even go here, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, nah, I like, they just, I, uh, how do you just uh, want to be in the spotlight so badly that you don't even like? I just, I'm like, that's so funny to me. It's kind of sad. Uh, it's funny as in like, haha, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. like the um, um veep meme of intensely laughing like what the fuck that's how i feel every time (laughs) when if i'm laughing quote unquote at her um but it's a little bit scary because i'm like you you are really passionately pushing forward with this and i'm like literally no one else is saying this but you and i don't know where this is coming from yeah a lot of people seem to like have this really strong desire to be like the head of a movement even if it means like making up a movement i was because this was i was like i've never heard at any given point about this particular issue of abortion i have never heard anybody mention a sex strike i heard a sex strike mentioned back in like the 20s i think and it was not in relation to abortion it was in relation to some other aspect of women's rights so it was just very very odd i'm like this is very unwarranted is i don't story. understand i mean i guess it would i don't like i don't i don't understand the purpose of this i just was like you could talk to you have such an amazing platform and if you're looking to be the white savior in this particular moment all you have to do is find a black or brown person you could literally like what you could just do the do what people who normally want to be the white savior do they take whatever the black or brown person said they don't credit them at all and they regurgitate it back on the platform and they say it as if it just came out of their own head and they had their own epiphany and they just move forward because whatever just came out with this fucking sex strike i'm like girl what the fuck is that and she could have even done the thing where you just like screenshot someone's instagram post and like cut out the name right just like I'm like there are so many things that are actually productive that if you just have just this just guttural desire to be heinous in some way at least be <laughs> heinous with a real purpose yeah really jeez or you could like just not cut out the name and just post it on your thing you know you could just not be like heinous yeah. or piece of shit or borderline piece of shit but you know some people just have to be ancient in some capacity yeah. so if you have the real real desire to do it at least do it in a way that actually helps uh, so I, I was gonna talk about minecraft for a second i'm not really going to but i will go tell you guys to check out this new like minecraft mobile game pokemon go-esque thing that they're what? doing um, so it's just gonna, like, make Minecraft, like, but in the whole world, and you can, like, build shit and, like, visit places in Minecraft Vision or something. So it looks kind of fun. It's supposed to come out this summer. I don't understand anything you just said, but kudos to y'all. Have look fun. up Minecraft Earth. That's what it's called. Okay. So, um, I'm going to move on to what the gays are gabbing about. Okay. Um, so, I don't know how many of you watched the Carmichael show, uh, before it got canceled, um, but... Car- uh, Jared Carmichael has a current HBO special. Um, so 
I, he may have come out in his routine because he mentioned the fact that he has had a relationship with men before. Like, relationships with men, I should say. And I'm like, huh, interesting. So he didn't really go into it any further. Nobody really talked about it. Which I was like, okay, girl, um, you know, I don't really care. I'm like, good on you. It's just like, okay, cool. Somebody else to add to the roster. Um, somebody I do care about coming out, though, was Mr. Ratburn. He got <laughs> married. I didn't, like, what the f- Okay. Has Arthur been going on this whole time? Arthur has been going on since, like, second Genesis. Like, they never stopped. They just never they stopped. Just, they it just kept going? They kept... Somebody said they trapped the children in third grade, and if they give him a nice enough present for their wedding, he'll free them and let them grow and go to the fourth grade. Oh, my God. I had oh. no idea. I thought Arthur died a long no, time ago. No, girl. They still make new episodes of Arthur. Oh. I had no fucking clue. I did. I just, I tried to re- re- repress it with everything else. I, I see, like, how? I I just, like, that, I don't know. it blows my mind. I, I, didn't, I haven't been living under a rock completely. Like, how did I just not know? Mm-hmm. It's been literally, like, a decade and a half. No, more than a decade and a half. Like, almost three Holy fuck! Yeah, like how did it, how do I just not know that? Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, congrats yeah, yeah. to Mister Ratburn or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, and his his husband and shout out to his sister who was gay on the low. I said, oh, <laughs> so the whole family gay. <laughs> I yeah. saw that. that I, cute, everybody, everybody else saw that. So I was like, yes, we we stand a gay family. Yeah. This was beautiful. And the children were just so happy for him. They don't like his sister, though, which I was like, hmm. hmm. Yeah, really. Hmm. This is kind of like when Dumbledore was gay, but except, like, it was done well. Yeah. Yeah. Arthur said gay rights. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get that Arthur meme with his fist, but like with one of those like gay rights. Rainbow, yes! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, we should make that before we post this episode. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> um, so, this made the news a while back, and I think we talked about it before. Um, so, the CEO grinder. Or the yeah, guy who yeah, owned Grinder was in China. Um, it was Kunlun Tech, um, and they are meeting to. They're working to agree with the U.S. on their demands to sell Grinder because uh, it's like a whole bunch of other shit. It's like uh, in this list of stuff that we're trying to trade with China and purchase. And I don't really know what's going on in the White House right now. Um, I try not to because it does not do well for my blood pressure. So there's that. Um, but uh, shout out to the folks in um, Latin America that were doing their annual high heel run, which is supposed to draw attention to LGBTQ plus inequality and uh, discrimination across all Latin American countries. Um, Screaming so that was, and gay. You know. I know. That was really dope. Um, oh, good news. More good news. Um, legislators... In Taiwan, just made same-sex marriage legal. Hey, that's exciting. I like. I don't. I really wish I kept up with gay rights, and I mean, honestly, just any kind of civil rights in other countries the way I do with the U.S. 
because I would like to be able to celebrate when things go well. I mean, it's I don't know who you're following, girl, because I'm like, this came on my timeline. I didn't go looking for it. Well, that's the thing. I don't, like, I'm not on Twitter regularly. Like, I, I've been out of the loop, honestly. It's yeah. really bad. And also, so, um, speaking of the goings-ons of Twitter, um, I don't follow this adult uh, star, but I was made aware. Adult as in porn? Yes. Okay. Um, just trying to be PC about it, but I guess not. Um, you can say porn. I don't think that... Whatever. Um, so, I don't know who watches black adult content. Um, but for the gays who do, you guys probably know Chino Black. Um, apparently he was getting a day job. I don't know if he just quit porn altogether or what. Um, but somebody found so they it's somebody who knows his real name one of the gays um and they sent all of his porn stuff like all of his scenes that he's shot to his current job that he just got accepted to so i'm like obviously they follow you on like some intimate circle network of social media to know that you got a new job know your real name and know where the job at to be able to email them and say hey, guess what? You've got, like, a porn star dick-sucking faggot over there. <laughs> like, get him out. Um, which, I don't know if he has grounds for revenge. If this is grounds for revenge porn, because it was adult content. I hope he does. But I was just going to comment and say that, you know, gays, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all. We just like to ruin people's lives for fun. The need to do this. Um... So, do we know if he got... I don't know, because this literally happened yesterday. Okay. Hopefully... uh, God. So, yeah. Um, So, hopefully, there is a happy ending to all this. In happy, I mean nothing happens in terms of him losing his current job that he just got accepted to. Um, And he has grounds to um, sue for revenge porn, because... Girl, what the fuck was that? Like, I don't understand why the gays feel the need to do this. And you know, our fave had a quote about powerlessness. And I guess I can say their name in this instance. You all should... This is the, This is definitely not an ad. I wish it was, but it's not. <laughs> but you should go check out the current episode of The Friend Zone that was just released because... Hey, Fran Hey said a powerful quote about powerlessness and y'all fucking around on the motherfucking internet. It was a word. I was like, oh, I need this on a shirt stat, but I couldn't tweet about it because people yeah. are thieves and she's already lost enough money because there are vultures on the internet. Uh, but y'all for real, for real need to listen and take that word because I don't understand why people feel the fact that you are so powerless that you need to come over here and make it my fucking business. <sighs> In any case, I'm done. Do you have anything <laughs> okay. else? I have a couple things. So I'm going to butcher some names that I should probably know. So um, there's this like video going around apparently of... um. Uh, what's her name? Um, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. Um, And it's uh, her kind of... um, They use the word confronting in here. um, The CEO of... Or a CEO of someone who works for Truvada, I'm guessing. Gilead. 
Yeah. Oh, that's his. Yeah, that is his name. There you go. Um, not his name. It's the company. Yeah, name. the company's name. Um, so she confronted him on why Truvada, or this is the HIV prep, prep um, medication, and like why it's you know two thousand dollars a month here, yeah. um, and it's like I think it is eight. eight yeah, eight dollars in Australia, um, and. I mean, he doesn't have anything good to say. But apparently, I did learn from this article that by the um, end of 2020, I believe, uh, September 2020, actually, um, generic Truvada or whatever prep is is supposed to be made available here. So hopefully that'll... Yeah, there's a lot of stipulations and um, uh, qualms people have about it because... um they are doing every... Allegedly, what's happening is that um, uh, Gilead is doing everything in their power to still make the most profit from uh, this medication. Um, But this is... Again, it it falls in line with a lot of other medications that people need to live. Like, they... It's not like a... "Mm, My life is going to be kind of... uh, It doesn't help and makes it a little bit inconvenient or it makes it a little bit more difficult. No, if the person doesn't get access to this medication, they will die in X amount of days. So, um... It's just it's 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 awful. It, it's it happens for a lot for a lot of different medications that folks need because shit is expensive and we're not going to go on a tirade about healthcare. The next and last thing I wanted to talk about is the Texas Save Chick Fil A thing. Huh? Um, so there's in Texas there's like laws and legislation being pushed called or it's not like called it's dubbed Save Chick-fil-A Bill. Um, It's about protecting the religious rights and beliefs um, of companies, essentially. Um, So it's in, like, support of discrimination against LGBTQ people. Um, And it's called Save Chick-fil-A, I'm guessing, Bill, because it's... They, you know, are always donating to anti-LGBT organizations. Um, They said it was a part of their higher order. Yes, they're higher order. I'm just saying, um, y'all, don't eat at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A got so much fucking sodium in their damn chicken. Yeah, they literally have, like, hate legislation, like, named after them. That shit, it tastes good, okay? But let me tell you, you can make the same thing Human for rights cheap. taste good, too. This is what I'm saying. You can make the same thing for cheap, you can maintain your human rights, and you can find alternatives that will not lead you one step closer to the grave. And, like, I've been to Chick-fil-A before. I get it. But, like, I, it's just, it's hard to ignore now. Like, if they just they just keep doing it, you know? So, we're it's here. Just, it's just chicken marinated in pickle juice. That's literally... And people, like, act like it's, like, this really, like, fun, like, it's, bad thing to do. Like, it is chicken go get marinated in chicken juice and breaded. In. And it's, like, always kind of, I like, don't. a joke, you know? But now it's just, like, okay, it was funny, and now we can stop. <laughs> now we can just eat food somewhere else. Yeah, so for the gays still eating at Chick-fil-A, yes, I, I am judging you for that thing. I may not judge you for everything else, but I will judge you for the fuck out of you for eating at fucking Chick-fil-A. Because you, you know better than that, girl. Like, just you like, should be better to yourself on a more emotional and moral level and just on a very physical level. You should be better to yourself. You deserve better. I don't like... 
I know, maybe it's you people, like, will be thinking, like, oh, you guys gotta stop being so sensitive, like, who cares, just fucking food, just, like, who cares, like, whatever, just, like, okay, but, you know, there's, like, one thing is kind of bad, and, like, you have the power to not do it and easily get food anywhere else, like, why not just... Yeah, and, like, I don't think people realize that there are still legislation being passed that's very harmful, and actually, I fucking forgot about this, so, um, there's a lot of legislation regarding, um... Um, children who are born um, immigrants outside of the country to same-sex parents are now having their citizenship put in jeopardy. So I know that we're just supposed to be hip, hip, hurrah because we got fucking same-sex marriage, but know that they will keep you from having parents. And you just, we literally just got our civics rights bill to pass through the house so that way they can't discriminate against us at work. Like, I don't understand why you all thought that it just ends with the fact that we can have a fucking legal ceremony and say, yes, we are a married couple. Like, it goes so far beyond that. (sighs) But, yeah, I just, I don't know. But at least I can marry my, like, white, upper-class gay boyfriend, you know? Who looks exactly like me. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I don't have any other news. I also, I do not. Okay. (laughs) I love when we end on a happy note. (laughs) (laughs) Um... We also are um, are going to help you uh, in terms of the things going on with abortion uh, that we mentioned earlier. Uh, we will be having a link to a tweet that helps you um, find like Planned Parenthood here in Illinois, uh, and as well as a link to different um, Twitter pages for various organizations here within the city. And I'm pretty sure if you go to PlannedParenthood.com, you can like. There's like a location search. Yeah, no, this is more than just Planned Parenthood. This is this is multiple oh. different abortion okay, funds cool. um, that will be listed. Listed. We will have the Yellow Hammer Fund listed there for as well if you want to donate, as well as a link to a thread that uh, Twitter thread that has a tremendous amount of resources for you to help donate to your particular state because. It is now Alabama, Georgia, Missouri, and Ohio that have been able to pass all of these bills. So your state could very well be next on the chopping block. I would hop to it and make sure that, you know, all of the lawyers who are actively and consistently been working to make sure that this doesn't happen um, have the resources to do so. So I will leave the thread for that in the description box below. Um, Check that out because that will help you find your particular state and for those of you that are abroad that want to contribute you know obviously just pick your favorite state and and help because literally any one of the 50 needs it uh so there's that we still have the color block link um and miss bajor's fund and as well as the black trans housing fund um you're like oh my gosh those are full because um there are black trans people and so you know, it'll be, oh, well, we just got a little bit over, whatever. 
We also know that trans discrimination is higher for everybody across the board. If you're black, add on that. It's going to be difficult to maintain a job and a quality job at that because all they need to do is get a whiff of you possibly being trans and while well, you're out the door. And also, so, I, like, who yeah. cares? It's always good to give people more than they need. And also, <laughs> if that's really an issue for you, like, don't just like go find a different one. Don't complain to us about how we have a link somewhere. Not that that's ever happened before. Yeah. Um, so there's that, uh, definitely health chief with the color block stuff. They do really great work in helping to highlight a multitude, a range of voices that, um, honestly don't always have platforms to do so otherwise and to do so where they can get paid. Uh, so that's definitely something that we should be working to do as well. Uh, giving money to people is a great form of activism. It really is. Always. Uh, and... After that, I don't really have anything else to you. Nope. I uh, haven't I haven't been in the loop at all. Okay. So, uh, do you want me to close out? Yes, please. All right. So, if you want, you can listen to us on Castbox, Overcast, Apple Podcast, and SoundCloud and Spotify. Did I say all of them? Spotify. Spot We're not on Spotify. No, Spotify yet. No, girl. Shut hey, up. Are you sure? Just take that shit out. I will. If you want to listen to us, you can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and CastBox. Someday you'll find us on Spotify, hopefully. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, rate, review, and please, 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 please download our episodes. It helps us a lot. If you want to find us on social media, just look up at Getting Gay Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can send us messages and like all of our pictures and follow us and all that fun shit. And you can send us emails if you'd prefer at gettinggaypod at gmail.com. And then, if you'd like to talk to me specifically... You can find me at Luke Amadeus on Twitter, Instagram, and you can also find me on Instagram at Cement Bomb. And if you would love to talk to my beautiful, wonderful face, you can find me at OMG It's Lee Thomas on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I don't really use Snapchat that much, so if you hit me up there, I'll be like, oh, hey, and it'd probably be five days later. So definitely do Twitter or Instagram. Um, I accept most requests. Um... Let's see. You can also follow me um, with much less hassle on Lee Thomas Gaming, which is on Twitter. Um, I have fun on there with the girls. You know, we talk about the memes, the body, the games, the anime, the music, (laughs) all that fun shit. You know, we we just be over there kiki and having a good time. So, you know, if you want to join in the crew, go ahead and hit me up over there. And yeah. Oh, you can also be on the lookout for a future Patreon announcement. I know we said that before, but we mean it this time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We just want to have like actual content on there before we give it to you guys. Yeah. I just don't want you staring at a blank page. Yeah, I mean, if you want, we can if give you our cash If you want to apps. stare at a blank <laughs> page, you know, just, you know, slide in the DMs and let us know. We'll tell you, girl. But um, otherwise, we will provide you with the link to that at a later date. Yeah, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Okay, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.